Hey friends, welcome to Real Stories of Life with God, a podcast with a pretty explanatory title, because that's what we're here for, a conversation with real people about their unique life with God. I'm your host, Chelsea Eubank, and I'm so glad you're here. Let's jump into today's episode. So, Courtney, thank you for coming (laughs) to hang out with me and talk to me. I'm super excited. Um, Tell us a little bit about you. Okay. Um, My name is Courtney. Um, I've lived in the Harlem, Appling, Thompson area my whole life. I am the baby of five. Um, And I am a dental hygienist. Knew that I wanted to be a dental hygienist since I was in fifth grade. That's a long dream. Yeah. (laughs) It is a long dream. Never wavered? Never. Well, in high school, um, I did clinical programs, and I thought that I might want to be a nurse. And then um, the bus driver would take us to the hospital, and I got them to start taking me to the dentist's office instead. So <laughs> when I knew that the bus driver had to take me to the dentist's office instead of the hospital, I knew that dental hygiene was for me, and that's where I needed to go. <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah, it is crazy. Since fifth grade. You never thought that those Georgia 411 tests would be accurate, but they've worked for mm. me. <laughs> Gave me a little direction. Yeah, cool. We know each other because you've dated my cousin for three, four, four, years. four years. February will be four years. It blows my mind. It feels like eight seconds. It's yeah. crazy. Got a little dog named Pedro. Yeah. Been skydiving before. I guess that's cool. different. Yeah. Yeah, it is. I don't know if I could do that. I, I don't think that I could do, do it again, especially because I did it once. Wanted to go back and do it, but jumping out of the plane, the guy did three flips. Lost my breath. Don't want to do that again. Oh. <laughs> I don't think so. It's odd. We went in the middle of summer, and it was so hot. And as soon as we got up there, we also paid $20 to go an extra 20 feet higher. Um, We were very high. I can't remember exactly how many feet up we were, but it was freezing cold up there, which, I mean, I guess makes sense, but you don't really think about that when you're dressing for summer. (laughs) (laughs) Jumping out of a plane, what do I wear? A sweater. (laughs) In the summertime, dead of summer, I'll be sweating. Okay, so I'm going to read some of the verses that... Um, we're kind of my my jumping off point for some of these questions. Jesus is asked which commandment of the law was the greatest. And he says, love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. And the second, love your neighbor as yourself. That's in Matthew 22. So our first question is, what currently stirs your love for God? So this is a hard one because there's so many uh, things that, you know, you can go off on that. But um, I think whenever I heard that question, um, the first thing that I thought of was that God is your number one supporter. You know, He's always going to be there for you and give you more than you can give yourself. Um, mm-hmm. You can always think that you're independent, but He's always going to show you that you need Him. It's mm-hmm. funny because the other day um, I was reading a devotional and I was saying, you know, that's not for me. That's mm-hmm. not what I need. Um, I'm sure that that's just in this book because somebody else needs it. Um, and then a few days later, some situation came up and I thought about that about first. And I was like, gosh, God is so funny. He knew that I needed that. So I think that it's kind of like whenever you grow up, you know, you don't listen to what your parents say. And then you think back on it and you're like, gosh, they were right. Why didn't I listen to them? But God does that with, with us every single day. And if you don't really look at it or focus too hard on it, you won't catch all those things. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's really cool because he really knows your future and he's going to give you what's best. And you might not always see that, whether it's a person that they put in your life or a hard predicament that you're putting mm-hmm. in or even a happy predicament. It's going to affect you in the in the most, you know, the best way. Mm. I just think that's awesome. Yeah, <laughs> it is awesome. I'm thinking about the people who might find it, find that like scary. Mm-hmm. You know, how like I, our pastor read something, a story in a sermon on Sunday and about a girl who 
was way more familiar would rather it be about works and not about grace because if it was about if Christianity and faith was about works then God couldn't ask so much of her mm-hmm. but if it was about grace and he rescued her entirely on his own and nothing she did then he could ask anything of her with mm-hmm. her life you know but you said it in a really great way because you started out with his nature is good mm-hmm. his nature is mm-hmm. that he's for me mm-hmm. 100% like mm-hmm. perfectly the only one who's really perfectly for me all the time even if he gives me something mm-hmm. that feels like it's too much or too big or too hard. You know, it's always going to be in the best way. Yeah. And it's funny because I've had that conversation with people, um, with my brother a lot about, you know, he just wants to know what what's going to happen. Like, mm. like why can't God just tell you everything that's going to happen? Because you're going to say no. I don't want that. <laughs> I don't want that challenge. So don't true. let me learn from that. Yeah. Um, but he knows it all, and he's going to give you challenges that in the moment are going to, you know, they're going to hurt. They're going to be difficult. But at the end of the day, you're going to learn what he mm. wants you to learn as long as you trust him. And it's scary, you know, saying, okay, God, like, I don't know what's going to happen next. I trust you. Mm. But the amazing thing is, is in that process, he's going to let you learn so much. Mm. I think that is a challenge for a lot of people is just, you know, letting go of all the things that, you want in your life, and you want this, and you want that, and I want to do it this way. I don't, you know, God wants me to do it this way, but I think this way is better. But at the end of the day, He knows what's best, and, yes. you know, you're going to get yourself a little bit more tangled up than you would with Him. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. That's a good line right there. <laughs> and and bring on, your like, more burden on yourself than is necessary, because almost with the fight for control and mm-hmm. fear comes a lot of weight mm-hmm. and burden, mm-hmm. you know, but going the Lord's way and trusting the Lord is a lot lighter. Because he's carrying all of it, and I'm not carrying all of it. Opposite question, what currently stifles your love for God? So I would probably say um, the need to be the perfect Christian. Mm. So a lot of times I would want to post something on social media, like a Bible verse that spoke to me, or just my love for Jesus. Um, And sometimes I would feel myself hesitate because I would think, you know, what I'm gonna be? What am I gonna be doing two to three weeks from now? And is somebody gonna look at that and say, "Well, she posted this three weeks ago, and she's a bad Christian. She doesn't really represent that." So a lot of times I would hesitate to post stuff because I wouldn't want that pressure. Um, but I've come to find out that you know that pressure can be a good thing. Sometimes mm-hmm. it makes you stop for an extra second and say, "Okay, does this line up with my beliefs? Does this sit right with the Lord? Am I doing the right thing?" Um, and, you know, you posted that thing the other day about um, my God. God's love doesn't change for me based on my habits, but my habits mm. should change based on His love for me. Mm. And I think that that's another motivator that, you know, it's something that I struggled with at first, but now it's, you know, God understands that I have these problems and that I struggle with these certain things, but He's still going to love me through it, and He's going to help me overcome these things. And if I, I think the right way, you know, take an extra second to think about stuff, then um, that pot, that pressure is going to affect me in a positive way. And I know that, yeah. you know, His love isn't going to change depending on how I act, but, you know, I still want to line that up a little bit better. <laughs> but you're right, though. The motivating factor makes things feel differently. Mm-hmm. Like, you may still post that verse, but inside you feel totally different about doing mm-hmm. it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, that's the stuff that no mm-hmm. one sees, but that's really important. Yes. It's like how my yes. heart feels in the moment. Yes. That God actually cares more about than whether exactly. I did it or not. But, exactly. But the hidden stuff makes it just, oh, it's just deeper in there, mm-hmm. you know. I remember, I think it was in college, maybe even after college, when I realized how, how much I felt like being a witness for the Lord 
relied way more on my testimony being good than about his goodness for Mm -hmm. people. So, like, I tried to be the perfect Christian Mm -hmm. because I thought that was what would help people want to know him Mm -hmm. or see him. Mm -hmm. And, you know, like, make good choice, you know, Mm -hmm. good wise choices, like follow him and be obedient and Mm -hmm. um, make willfully sinful choices. Mm -hmm. But even in my failure mistakes or my less than perfectness, if I'm pointing to him, that's what changes people. Mm -hmm. Not the fact that I do everything great and I'm talking about him. You know, I mean, that has a small percentage, Mm -hmm. but it's not as much as when I fail and I still have peace and Mm -hmm. I know I'm loved. Exactly. And it's funny because we just had... The past Sunday, we talked about it, about um, how, you know, everybody sins and, you know, you shouldn't just choose sin, but you need to sit back and think, not not as much, you know, how do I look, what does my image mm-hmm. look like, but what, is the God, what does God think of me? Mm-hmm. And so, you know, you focus a little bit more on that. You stop thinking, am I, you know, does people think about me like this or do I look the best this way? But you think, okay, God. What do you think about me? What am I doing in my life? And I, I think it's awesome that we're doing that whole like meet Jesus because it really puts into perspective. Not only do I believe this and yes, I think this is right, but what am I doing? Yeah. And that, that is, I mean, it's a day to day. It's every second choice to make. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I think it's cool that we can learn by watching each other make mm-hmm. mistakes or, yeah. you know, succeed at certain things. It's not all about being perfect and being the perfect Christian. You know, we watch each other and we support each other and mm-hmm. tell each other, well, hey, why don't you do it this way? Or, you know, you can grow from that, watching mm-hmm. people face their challenges. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Our next question is not a question. It's fill in the blank. <laughs> <laughs> the truth that God is blank means a lot to you because blank. Okay. Whenever I read these questions, this is the one that I ran to because it was so easy for me <laughs> to answer. Okay. The truth that God is always there means a lot to me because you are never truly alone. Mm. Growing up or, you know, whatever predicament you're in, people always say, if you need me, I'm always going to be here. I'm just a phone call or text away. But it is so easy to miss a text, so easy to miss a phone call. No one can ever truly be there for you 24-7. I mean, my mom would always pray for me before tests and things like that that were really scary for me. But she can't go in there and hold my hand while I'm taking the test. Or, um, you know, even if you're getting a procedure done at the hospital, you're going to have to go back there in the operating room by yourself. But with God, you know, it's just a pray away. He is always mm-hmm. there. There's never a moment um, that He's not going to be there for you. Whether, you know, if you're happy, He's going to be there for you, cheering you on. If you're worried, He's going to mm-hmm. tell you, don't worry, I got this. Mm-hmm. We're together. Um, you never have to be alone because God is always right there beside you. And that's I love it. something that my mom's always said to us. She said, always pray. It doesn't matter. If you're at school and, and you miss me, pray. Mm-hmm. If you have a scary test, you know, pray that God will lead you to the right answer. <laughs> if you're happy, share that with them and tell mm-hmm. them, thank you for giving me this opportunity or putting this in my life. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you can always pray. There's nothing that's ever going to stop you from praying. And you don't need anything for it. <laughs> oh, no. I think that is a huge difference maker. Because it's not like you're going to feel like he's always there. But if you cultivate a belief that he's always there, mm-hmm. then you don't necessarily need the feelings to know that, to mm-hmm. trust that he's with you. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think relying on that gives you so much courage in mm-hmm. in a day, in a world where a lot of voices are telling you to be mm-hmm. worried yep. and to be striving and to be anxious and fearful. I used to have this thing where I would always tell myself, you know, why are you so scared? Just be brave. Just be brave. <sighs> Um, and it wasn't till college that I really knew what it meant to 
live as a Christian. I knew, you know, I believed in God, but I didn't know what it meant to live as a Christian. And I learned that I don't have to be brave because God's going to, you know, He's going to be there for me. He's going to give me that strength, whatever that I'm missing, He's going to give me. And that's not something that I have to do alone or worry about because He's going to be there right with me. Yes. Oh, hallelujah. (laughs) Man. We also could do with reminding ourselves of that. All the time, every day. You know, it's like, do you have any favorite verses that you feel like redirect your attention to that? There's a bunch that I, I'm a sticky note girl. Same. So I sticky note everything. I even have one on my um, my computer at work that says, are you bearing fruit today? Mm-hmm. That way, whenever I go through my patients, I can, am I impacting them? Mm-hmm. Um, but I have a bunch of sticky notes, and I usually write my Bible verses on there because I'm kind of... A lot of things grab me emotionally. <laughs> so if I, you know, mm-hmm. get it on the sticky note or highlight it, then that helps me keep track of those. Yeah. I had a sticky note on my mirror for a long time, and it said, how do you make love a pr- priority? Mm-hmm. And I had it on there for probably about a month, and finally I read a devotional the other day, and it was like God gave me an answer to it. <laughs> All right, read it all. Um, it says, how can, I make pri- how can I make love a priority? By doing good and showing respect and love, live like Jesus who freed us by loving, serving, and redeeming us. Mm. It was just so awesome that I had that little thought, and then Mm. sure enough, like I said, He gave you what you needed. Yes. I think a lot of times it's easy to miss that kind of thing if you don't really look for Mm. it. Mm. And then you look back, and you're like, oh my gosh, He blessed me in so many ways. Mm. I didn't Mm. even realize it in the moment. I was frustrated, but He was just trying to give me patience or... Um, he, he gave me exactly what I needed in that moment. Before my clinical exams, my devotional was so spot on. It was crazy. I love it when that happens. I mean, it was down to a T. It was insane. <laughs> I think it's awesome that there's so many different things to realize. Like, growing up, I always thought, well, how's there all these rules? Mm. There's so many rules, but they're not rules that... I'm like, okay, if I don't follow these rules, God won't love me. It's because God loves me, He gives me these rules because He wants to protect me. He wants to make mm. me happy. He wants what's best for me. Mm. And it took a lot of time for me to learn that, get used to that feeling day to day. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is awesome to know that somebody's protecting you 24-7, got best interest in you, yes. um, and even protecting you from yourself. Oh, that's the story of my life, I feel like. <laughs> story of my life, I think. Our last question is, what is something you're looking forward to? Um, I think definitely looking forward to Christmas, Mm. but I'm really looking forward to kind of rushing it, buying a house, buying a house and getting my only routine. I've always wanted to be the type of girl that wakes up early in the morning, does her devotional, has some alone time, goes to the gym, you know, has that whole routine. Mm -hmm. It's tough to do that at home with your parents and your dogs (laughs) and all that, but I'm excited for that and feel like it'll make it a little bit easier for me to have a little bit more God time. Mm. Which, you know, it's always important to find time in your schedule to do that. But hoping maybe having a house with a little mm-hmm. bit more calmness. Yeah, <laughs> well, your own rhythms and stuff, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, your own space. And, you can. And I mean, you're coming out of a season of life, too, that was, it was like nose to the grindstone. Like, it was mm-hmm. working really hard. You know, now you're full-time, you know, graduated from dental school and full-time job. And now you're kind of like great. I get to come home. and Mm. It's funny, though, because like after doing that for 22 years, you'd think that I would be excited about coming home and not having homework. 
But I honestly think that it was easier for me to come home and, you know, get into Bible studies and take notes because it was a scary season Mm -hmm. of taking tests and am I going to pass this? Am I going to graduate? How am I going to pay for that? Do this, do that. Um, finding time to hang out with Preston. Mm-hmm. There's so many things that made me nervous. And um, and it was just go, go, go that I was always in the routine. So it was easy to get home, do my homework, and then do a Bible study or do this or do that. But now it's like I have so much time. It's mm. easy to be lazy. Mm. Sometimes it takes a little bit more effort to get up and go do stuff. But once I do it, I'm happy that I did it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I mean. it's definitely adjustment having more time in your schedule, which... I feel like it's backwards to most people, but mm-hmm. like I said, after 22 years, you're used to going, going, mm-hmm. going. But the routine is what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. You enjoy the routine. Yes, you enjoy, enjoy having one. And mm-hmm. so finding a new one mm-hmm. in this season will be helpful and important. For sure. And it's good for you. Yeah. Listening friends, it means a lot that you added us to your day today. Thank you so much. Wherever you find yourself on your journey with Jesus, I hope you finished this episode with your faith cheered, refreshed, or strengthened. Until next time.